0: How's it going, everyone? Welcome back. This is the Mega Creative Show. Today, we will be diving into becoming an analytics pro with a special guest, Kino. She has been in a couple different of our uh, recordings, and uh, we'll be releasing them over time here. So, so happy that you're able to listen in today. Hopefully, you will be able to take some stuff out of this. I'm your host, Mega Retro, NFT, and my co-host is My Creative Owls. Join us on Twitter Spaces when we're live. Let's go ahead and jump into this. Welcome everyone to Mega Creative Show. Thank you so much for taking time out today to be with us. It is Tuesday uh, when we're recording right now. We are live here Tuesdays and Thursdays, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitter Spaces. You're welcome to join us. We actually tackle into to topics about NFTs, Web3. Uh, marketing branding growing your communities organically and many other things as well to really kind of focus on on really empowering artists and creatives uh, specifically but we also do provide other information too so really kind of coach and help people step into to the best version of themselves with what they're doing so uh, that's what we do here at the mega creative show myself i am mega retro uh, my username is mega retro nft on twitter and then my host owls his uh, his name on Twitter is at MyCreativeOwls, and you can go ahead and give us a follow and let us know what you think. Um, if it's your first time here, we just want to say thank you so much for listening in. Uh, like I said, we are live here every single week. And if you've been here many other times, thank you so much for your consistency and for your, your involvement. We we really do appreciate you and, and just being here as part of the community. Hopefully you're learning from what we have to provide and uh, if you'd like to share what you're learning or what you what you get most out of our of our uh, cast here, our podcast, um, and you tweeted at us, I will more than likely start collecting those to start using them for advertising. So feel free to let us know. Um, with that being said, Owls, you want to hit up our, our partner and and some of the, some of the boost.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, we are partnered with Polygon and Polygon Studios. And I am also excited to talk about the booth today. Um, Meg, I'm going to let you, you, you start yours off first with the potion update and see what you got going on. And then I'll list, uh, the rest of the four and, and, and give the big announcement at the end. Sounds good. Yeah.
0: So for myself and my project potent potions, I actually have a complete rebrand going on for the month of May to, to really share it and open it up there. So a lot of things are coming together with uh, with my team. We're really pushing hard to do that. So I'm really excited for that. Make sure you're following me to keep updated with what's going on with that. Um, for the Mega Creative Show, we have our NFTs. Uh, those are only available for 12 more days. And then we're going to cut off the contract. So if you do not own a Mega Creative Show NFT where you can get different utilities and rewards for being uh, part of that, um, we are actually in the works of creating a dedicated discord specifically for it now just to make it a lot more focused um, on the mega creative show specifically so make sure that you get that you're uh you're ready to connect to the discord once that opens up and that you're able to get all of the alpha and information to really help you step your your game up uh so that we can help coach you so uh with that being said uh we got the mega creative show merch season one has ended already obviously uh season two is coming down the road very soon and then we have our monthly uh, newsletters. Feel free to sign up to Creative Owls. He has a monthly newsletter about Polygon-focused uh, information, different artists, different information as far as what's going on, with Polygon uh, specifically. And you can sign up to our newsletters on megacreativeshow.com if you scroll down to the second section, and you'll see two buttons there. So, um, And then Owls, did you want to hit the last one? And then on, ye- we'll have ye- Kino do the dad jokes.
1: Yeah, I am so excited to share this with my Polygon community and my OWLs is that Creative OWLs has now officially partnered up with Ready Player Me. Uh, We're going to be working with them to onboard as many users into the metaverse. Um, we have over 500 applications that uh, these, these uh, avatars are connected to. Um, I, if you can pin my tweet up, uh, I just put my announcement up today. And uh, this is a huge step for my brand because now I'm, I'm going to be able to create my metaverse. I'm going to be able to token gate and then I'm going to be able to have my own merch and uh, also have my own games as well, too. So I, I'm, I can't believe this has only been six months into the Creative Ops brand. And these partnerships are allowing me to level up and uh, to really allow the community to actually in, indulge into new technologies. There's a lot of people that have already used Ready Player Me. Um, I know Spatial as well too, because you guys know I'm a huge Spatial advocate in the Metaverse. They're going to be switching their players over to Ready Player Me. So what I'm going to try to do is trying to get the whole Polygon community to get their Ready Player Me players ready. You can even create them under the Creative owls branch. You can just go to Creative owls under Community, and you can actually create right then and there. It's it's built into the iframe. And uh, very, very, very excited opportunity for 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 the Polygon community and uh, the Creative owl holders as well too. So those are kind of my updates. And then next month, I'm actually going to be working on my second series of Creative Owls. And um, so excited to! I haven't sold a freaking NFT in like since February, <laughs> and uh, I, I, I'm so excited to to get back and and start like selling and marketing. All I've been doing the last couple of months is really community growing and building with the newsletter, the YouTube, the podcast. Now I need to go back to um, what I love to do is creating art and, and creating uh, benefits for my community. So I'm really excited for that. I'm going to turn it over to keynote for today's dad joke. <laughs> oh
2: boy. Hey, hey owls. Hey, owls. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> did, you, did you hear about the racing snail who got rid of his shell? No. He thought it would make him faster, but it just made him sluggish.
1: Ooh. That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> I, oh, man. Hey, one more, one more. You get yeah, one, yeah, one, one more. Oh, my God.
0: Do
2: I do, I do the second one, Mega?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh,
2: okay, okay. Hey, hey, so Owl. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know, just so you know. I don't trust
0: stairs. They're always up to something. Oh, <laughs> oh, right, I we'll oh. On. <laughs> honestly,
1: <laughs> I, one of my favorite ones is like, what did the wall say to the other wall? I'll meet you in the corner. That one was probably one of yeah. my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> too dark. Oh, man. Is- Welcome, guys. Welcome.
0: All right. So today we're going to actually be tackling the subject of becoming an analytics pro, right? Obviously, within this one sitting, it's not like you are going to become a pro as soon as you just hear these different things that we're going to be discussing. Uh, and even if Kino took all this time to just pour everything she knows into you, it still takes a lot of application on your end. So, one thing we encourage is make sure that you get your notes, you get uh, you get papers, documents ready, so that you are able to write these things down. Right? You want to make sure that you are. Thanks for the notes. <laughs> uh, looking at the document and, and keynotes typing in there, um, but yeah, just make sure you have everything ready and that you lean in, ready to learn, and really kind of uh, get something from this experience. So, if you do get anything, we would love to hear what it is that you're learning. And uh, yeah, if, if you're tweeted at us using the hashtag #MegaCreativeShow.
1: And so, if this is your, and Mega said, it, if this is your first time, welcome. Uh, we we all about educating. We've been doing this since December. <laughs> uh, I think we're on episode four thousand or something. And um, really excited to get back. And uh, if you're listening, have an open mind. And we're gonna we're gonna open up for a discussion here. Open the floor for you to come up here and talk about um, some some of the things that you've gone through with analytics or for you to share some thought leadership. So uh, if you're listening, we're going to give you an opportunity for you guys to come up and also talk about the subject right now. The very first format is that we're just going to kind of run through this, uh, all, all, all the the pain points, and then we're going to turn it over to you guys to listen up. So if this is your new, if this is your first time here. This is the way that we run the show. Sounds
0: good to me. Um, so first one, we're going to have a, actually why don't we go ahead and hit up the different points. Did you want to do that? Or do you want to kind of keep this one?
1: closer to the chest this time um i i think so for the points is one know your audience uh number two is going to be the hidden analytics page and why you've been doing it all wrong uh number three it's the difference between analytics and, and matrix oh this is a good one uh and then and then i, I number four is going to be a bonus from me
0: <laughs> you hear him typing <laughs> <laughs> well, i know what this going to be <laughs> to me something else. <laughs> all right. So anyway, while he's going and uh, editing that that secret extra one, uh, why don't we go ahead and start this up? So I'm going to start off by by saying, it really does matter. Um, all of these things, when it comes to analytics, when it comes to metrics, uh, those are some things that you know we'll dive into. Obviously, uh, they really, 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 they really will make a difference in your approach when it comes to your production when it comes to um, just your, your focus and, and what you're doing, it's really important to understand that this this right here, analytics, I really do compare it to like having an actual target set up in front of you and you're about to shoot an arrow. And it's like now you know where to shoot the arrow. If you don't have a target, then now you literally have every area around you to shoot an arrow. So um, once you start getting that target, that focus, uh, and that, that place where you're aiming – it's going to be a lot easier to hit it. It's going to be a lot a lot easier to get closer to it when it comes to anything that you put out there, anything that you're doing, um, and, and the way you approach it, uh, it's just going to be different, right? Your confidence level will be higher. And so making sure that you really kind of understand that analytics will become your friend if you allow it to when it comes to these things. So, Tino, uh, for those who might be new here, can you share a little bit about just uh, your, your approach and who you are and what you do when it comes to analytics? Oh,
2: yes. Um, You're so good at at
0: talking about yourself, right? (laughs) That's
2: that's my weakness. I I wasn't, I I got scared. Um, Hi, Um, I am an educator in the space who writes workbooks and um, offers talks like this um, to make sure that uh, information is disseminated freely. Um, Now, we are going to talk about analytics today, and like Mega said, uh, we're never going to be able to get through all of it in the span of the half hour that we have. Um, So just so everybody knows, um, everything that we are talking about up here, I do have worksheets available in Discord, and I also just published uh, the first draft of like the first half of the Twitter workbook, which does include the analytics chapter. So if anybody is interested in um worksheets and homework that's free to download on discord if you would like to actually buy the book as well as the rest of all of my resources um you can go to my patreon and uh, and do that too um but you are asking about a uh, target audience or, or analytics specifically mega
0: well as far as uh, my approach when it comes to target audience i really do look at the analytics but i, I guess I, I should have clarified that because somebody from from your background it really does matter how you do classify those two different things and there's many other um many other ways to go about it i'm sure but if if you can maybe clarify that uh for those that, that are here you know like what's the difference between metrics analytics i mean i know why don't you save that for a third one actually for the analytics and metrics but as far as what you what you were just pointing pointing out for me you
2: got it no worries Um, So like Mika was saying, um, a target audience is a grouping of types of people that a profile or you or a business, whatever, um, caters or directs content to. Um, Knowing that target audience has several uses. For one, it helps to track what contexts work with a particular set of segments. Now, segments is a bit of a weighted word. We usually refer to segments as quote-unquote demographics, mega mute yourself i love you Sorry. um you're fine um uh oh no the adhd came in um yeah we we usually talk about demographics but what we're actually talking about is market segmentation which demographics is underneath um it also assists in planning for new demographics as well so like hashtags visuals captions all of those provide varied responses within different audiences. Like you wouldn't use internet lingo and himbo memes if you wanna target your grandma's cross-fitching. Um, so it's, it's important to, um, to first of all, recognize that the content that you make should be directed at a particular audience. Um, and secondly, knowing your target audience also contextualizes organic growth and scale. Most importantly, it allows creatives to route audience-specific content, including things like advertisements. And when we dive into analytics, by having identified your target audience, you can do things like A-B testing, or if you don't want to take it that seriously, because you don't always need to take it that seriously, but... Um, It will definitely help contextualize like if the collector that you're talking to in particular is interested in like investing in you if they're interested in your aesthetics and just contextualizes what works and what doesn't and of course analytics complements that Um, Twitter does not have a built in audience insight page like Instagram does. Um, so if you find that your audience interacts with both Instagram and Twitter, you might be able to use your Instagram insights page to kind of like inform who your audience is for Twitter. Um, but that's kind of why it's it's very difficult to answer questions like, oh, when should I, when's, when's the best post time? Like, I don't know, because we haven't really identified who your target audience is just yet. Um, so just so you know, um, things like target audience is not available within the analytics. Um, Twitter advertisers, though, if you have ever used um, the the advertising platform, um, that is available for you through in-depth analytics. Also, we'll probably hit on to. Um, there are third party apps or like social media management suites, which is just a fancy way of saying a company somewhere is able to connect to your Twitter account. And also provide further data. That is also available too. But we'll we'll probably dive into uh, to all of that a little bit later.
0: That is awesome. Thank you so much, Keno. And, and honestly, every time that you're here, we do appreciate you taking time to you know come and help teach and, and just be involved with this. So thank you.
1: Keto, awesome. real real quick. Uh, Mega asked a question in the chat. I'm gonna call you out, Mega, because uh, no, uh, I, I, I think
0: I meant for this to be asked, obviously. Oh, okay, okay.
1: You know, what you Kino, can you explain to people what A B testing is um and, and why it's really valuable for, for brands or, or for organizations?
2: Yes. A B testing is a super scientific way. It's like kind of scientific. Um it, it's basically when you pick a specific audience, a specific demographic, usually psychographic, and a couple of other things, but mostly for the NFT community, I would just contextualize it to those collector values and personas that I talk about a lot, um, It's when you pick one of those and then you write a tweet with a specific visual and then next week or in a couple of days, whatever, pick a span of time, you use different language and a um, different image and try to appeal to that exact same audience and you see which one works better. And the purpose of doing that is to um, make sure that your marketing is effective for a particular type of um, type of target audience so that you can replicate those results or improve upon it. Um, that's
1: that's, that's awesome. great. And, and, and I do this all the time. And for example, guys, is that I have a polygon showcase. And what I do is that I, I will change the text and I might change the graphic and I might roll them out the same time each single day and switch them up to try to figure out which one gets the most engagement or which which color which sometimes it's i've really realized i put the same damn message and it's just the visualization of the color of the owl with the good morning post and that's how i do a b testing so i know i need to create more content related to this um, because that gets the biggest engagement um, and especially if you're a brand and, and you're coming up and you're rolling out a new product, this is a really good time for you to start doing this, to figure out what your target, what your target engage with the most. Um, so you guys, I'm sure you guys do it all the time, but you guys probably don't know. And big brands do it all the time for them to identify, okay, let's test these two brands. Whatever does work, whatever does best, we're going to go ahead and invest a million dollars into that brand. I mean, into that advertisement. So that's one thing that I, I definitely wanted to clear up and, and talk a little bit more about that.
0: So. I guess it it would be a good idea to use your analytics to kind of figure out first off, like who are your generalized groups
1: of people to aim towards? Yeah, well, to start narrowing down. Well, here's the other thing. like you you'll run both of the ads at the same time, but then you'll like a week or two weeks or however you're long, you'll go back and you'll look at the analytics and you'll say, okay, what's how which post had the biggest reach? right? Which post had the biggest engagement? which post created more traffic to my website and using your analytics, you can actually track that and you can do it right now with some of your posts guys. All you have to do is, is hit the little uh, chart next to your post and it'll tell you, you know, uh, some, some of those matrix. Uh, so those are the things that I personally do. And I encourage you guys to start doing that today. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Um,
0: all right. I, I still have the dad jokes open up here. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to jump into the list of, of what we're going to talk about here today. We'll, we'll spend about, you know, maybe eight to 10 minutes each one just to really kind of dig into them a little bit. Uh, so feel free to, uh, for owls and Kino you know, take some time if you need to, to really kind of chime in here. So uh, the first one here we have is to know your audience. We were kind of already talking about that, but I just want to make sure that we clarify, you know, it, it really is important to know who it is that you're aiming these, these ads towards. I myself, I'm still learning a lot in this process. Um, I know even... Even if you've been doing this for many years, there's still always something you could learn to really kind of enhance what you're doing, little tweaks here and there. So uh, hopefully you're able to, to really take some time today and try to get to know who your audience is. So there's different tools you can do or uh, use to, to really kind of do that. I, I myself, I'll use, I know Kino's probably heard this a billion times now, by now, is I use a, a, a tool called Follower Wonk, and that kind of helps me find a lot of different um, different information about uh, followers of mine and people who I follow, uh, people who I look to follow and stuff like that, as far as their followers and just making sure that I'm getting all the information that I need to be able to make educated decisions when it comes to, uh, the certain suites I make or the, the graphics I make, the ads I make. So, uh, there's that. I know, um, Owls, you, you use Hootsuite. Is there a lot of analytics when it comes to Hootsuite?
1: Uh, Yeah, I use a little bit of analytics to see engagement and to see the, you know, uh, the engagement part of it and track. But um, knowing your audience, I just want to tie this in real quick is that I use a lot of my website analytics for to understand my target audience, not to know who they are, but what mobile device they are coming in, right? If I know that 80% of my website traffic is coming from mobile, you better damn believe I'm going to make sure my UX and UI is established for mobile devices. Mm, And that also lets me know that when it comes to mobile, I need to remove a lot of content because I don't want a lot of scrolling, right? And, And I want that UX and UI and that customer journey to be successful. So that's one thing that I use the analytics for is to know my target audience of what devices. And then the other thing I do with on my website is that I'm able, listen, guys, I'm able to track where they're going they go to the home page and what page are they going to next if they're going to my nft page or my roadmap next and i have a big announcement shit. why sorry damn i shouldn't cuss why Why? Uh, uh, <laughs> sorry. If, if, if i have a page that i know everybody's going to why not put a banner of an advertisement or uh an upcoming update on that page to help my target audience know so those are the things that you have to know within your target audience where are they coming from where they're going, and also understand users versus sessions. And uh, I know we can kind of dive into that a little bit. I'll just, I'll just be quick, real quick. Sessions is the time people actually log into your to your website. And what you want to do is is you want to keep people engaged, but you also want to track uh, where they're going with, with with their engagement on the website. So that's where your analytics will come into place, because then you'll be able to place ads or content in the right place for you to actually bump or get the communication out there that you want.
0: That's awesome, uh, Kino. Is there anything you want to add to that, real quick, before we move to the second point?
2: Um, yeah. Um, the you guys also have a Twitter Media Studio on here too. Um, can mm-hmm. I go off about that real quick? Yeah, yeah, sure. Tweet. Okay. Um, the Twitter <laughs> Media Studio is available. Um, most people don't know that you can do things like streaming on Twitter as well as content management. Uh, you can literally stream on Twitter um it's a media studio on um pc and you can load that up go up to insights and there actually is an audience thing there that they must have recently implemented because i didn't know that um so i guess when i said that um uh instagram is uh the only like audience insights that you have totally wrong about that they have updated um, basically, it is a scatter graph of um, best post times, and um, it'll also help you schedule at those um, those post times as well. Um, it's great for informing. Um, excuse me, when your uh, audience is active on Twitter, but it doesn't necessarily mean that your audience is particularly like engaged with you. Basically, it is um, aggregate data of um, past. Past interactions with your tweets and based upon those interactions will inform you when um, it would be best to schedule your tweets. Um, There is also conversations which is usually something that's only available in third-party apps. I'm very surprised to see this here um, specifically because um, this is what's called listening data and listening data will inform you about um, what people are saying about you and whether or not it is um, Effectively like positive or negative. Um, it's it's usually singularly used for corporations and um, people with a lot of exposure and reach um, so yeah, I'm, I'm surprised to see it here, but um, We can definitely talk about why that would be important
0: for uh, for artists a little bit later down the line if you'd like Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much for, for pointing those out. I'll definitely be checking that out myself
1: and qu- uh, Real quick question to you guys listening. Have you, have you guys ever heard of social media listening? Right. I think that's what Kino talking about. Yes. And, and, and and basically what it is, is that you have a dashboard that is literally feeding you every single time anybody tweets at you or uses your hashtag or uses a key phrase that you put in. And and that is very, very powerful if you're a brand. So you're always listening to what the community is saying. So you never miss an opportunity uh, and, and use those analytics to actually reply or to say, to your investors hey this is how much traffic is coming to me this is how much engagement is coming my way and then you can show those with the numbers mega
0: yeah that's awesome man why don't we go ahead and move to number two here um so uh you know why don't, why don't you go ahead and take this yourself as far as just uh reading it off and then also diving into it
2: uh oh read off the question okay So when um, Mega asked me if I wanted to um, be on this podcast, he also asked me if there were any questions or topics that I wanted to cover. And I said, kind of jokingly, uh, the hidden analytics page and why you've been doing it all wrong. Um, So (laughs) (laughs) when you pull up your analytics on PC, again, you need to do it on PC. um, It takes you to a landing page that has a 28-day summary And this 28-day summary features tweets, tweet impressions, profile visits, mentions, followers, as well as some data below. that can be useful, sure, but most of these are metrics. They're not technically analytics. And I know that's the the next question, so I'll uh, I'll get into that a little bit later. Um, But I specifically wanted to highlight a different page that is available for you again on PC. Um, because this, this page is, is great. It's, it's okay, but go ahead and look in the upper left-hand corner, um, where you've got the Twitter logo, analytics, home, and then tweets. I want you to click on tweets because damn, this is where the power lives. I hope I can say the D word. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This is, this is where all the good stuff lives. So tweet activity. Oh my God. is so useful. Except for impressions. We do not care about impressions impressions is not even an engagement metric it is wait really no it doesn't really
0: no oh my
1: goodness wow right now wait 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 can you just
0: clarify that yeah
1: break that down to me please
2: oh my god okay impressions is singularly somebody maybe saw your tweet um and by maybe i mean that um, all that they did was scroll down the timeline and whether or not their brain was like active or not, I, I like everybody has, has used Twitter um, to, to disassociate where we're just like scrolling down and not really engaging with or, or looking at any of the content. And that it could be what impressions is, but the, the problem is that whether or not somebody saw it um, doesn't really matter because the tweet in and of itself was not engaging enough to haha engage with. So impressions is <laughs> is kind of useless because it doesn't inform any anything anything other than somebody saw it on the timeline.
0: That's it. I, I would say the only potential metric that I can get from it is just what is my possible reach, right? Like how many people can, can potentially see it. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, is it, it still, still is that still very not accurate then?
2: Yeah, because it still doesn't again, like it doesn't inform any interactivity, any conversion, anything mm. that is useful. Um now if if uh, I, I think that it, it could be it's still a vanity metric. Like again, if if you want to use it as a vanity metric and like apply it and compare it then I think that, like, it could be useful as far as overall reach is concerned, but even reach is an engagement metric that is used to complement impressions. So impressions by itself, not very useful, but when used when combined with other uh, metrics and especially analytics, then it might be useful, yes.
1: Okay.
0: I'm over here trying to just gather my thoughts because – that's a bomb you just
1: dropped on us yeah as as you like, just dropped a... the bomb on me because i i, I look at impressions um kind of like you did but again like impressions are just one 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 analytic measurement. i think that's not the the most important one kino can you tell us what the most important one is
2: um no because it depends on what you're going for
1: um... <laughs> oh my gosh really <laughs>
2: Well, because like if you're looking for engagement on your tweets because your, uh, your goal is to grow your account, then you would look at the engagement rate. If you're looking for conversion metrics, you would look at LinkQuick. Excuse me. Okay. Um, so it, it depends upon what your goal is. And also, if you're A B testing, then you wouldn't necessarily look at all of the aggregate data that's on the right side of the page. You would look at these individual tweets that are underneath um, directly in the middle of the page. So it really depends upon what your goal is. Is it conversion? Is it growth? A B testing? Like, what are you doing? And that will inform which uh, metric or analytic matters.
0: That is, thank you so much for sharing that. Because honestly, like, I see a lot of people obviously talk about impressions. and I myself am one of them. So it's like, understanding that there can be like this fake, you know, almost like facade of like your actual reach. Is that do you feel like maybe that's why they also added in there kind of just uh, to make people seem like they're making more of an impact?
2: Well, honestly, that first page, when you just go to the analytics home, all of that, just about all of that is a vanity metric. Again, vanity metric just means that it doesn't really inform anything useful like conversion um, and engagement. Um, Again, like impressions are right there. The amount of tweets that you have, um, people who have visited your profile, like, all of that is is vanity, but when used with um, the the information that's on the next page, only then does it really become useful and
0: relevant. Okay. I know for myself, I, I did use the one that like when people visit my, my profile, what I got from that is, okay, now what can I do to either change my bio or it actually encouraged me to start doing the newsletter, which has the button that, that shows up on your, your profile. So. Once I started doing that, I started noticing a lot more of those people are starting to click uh, to, to check out the newsletter as well. Um, is re- that pretty re- much? Oh, good, good.
1: No, real quick. Uh, if, if you're listening right now and you're trying to figure out what the hell we're talking about, go go on your, your desktop or your browser, go log into your Twitter. On the left-hand navigation, you have a left navigation toolbar. You will have to expand it and you're going to see... At the bottom, it's going to say analytics. Go ahead and select that. And once you get there, I'll wait. Okay. Uh, we'll go to the top navigation. And instead of clicking home, we're going to hit tweets. And that's where we're at right now. Back to you, Kino.
2: Oh, I was I was typing something on the document. Um, okay. Um, so, yeah, Mego, uh, what you were saying before, where you changed some of the language in your bio, um, again, when like combined with profile visits as well as the the followers metric, mm-hmm. um, you you could combine those to use that effectively with A/B testing to see if that worked. But again, part of the problem with vanity metrics is that there are other factors that could have changed, like. excuse me um the types of tweets that you put out um the graphics that you had um with the tweets or you started being in spaces more like there are so many other um reasons that people could follow you that are ever-changing as well so it's it's very difficult to say unless you are very strict with your behavior on twitter that um profile visits and followers um and you changing your bio um all correlate directly. So that's why going into that tweets page specifically, um, looking at that engagement rate and looking at the bigger picture of those analytics um helps to inform what's working and what's not vastly more than singularly those vanity metrics do.
0: Wow. One one last question before we move to the last uh the next one here for, for number three. Um Kino, would you say that, all right, this has obviously been a back and forth for a lot of us in here is, does it mess up your audience or your kind of like what you're trying to do? Does it mess it up if you're retweeting every single thing that comes your way or a lot of things that don't really match your brand?
2: Um, yes and no. So a lot of people ask me if the people who, um, I'm sorry, if following people or, yeah, if, if I'm so dyslexic. Um, if following people has any effect on their algorithm, there we go, I got it out. Um, and the, the answer is passively, yes. Um, so basically, who you follow does not have any direct um, effect on the algorithm, but it does passively because it does feed you um, or prioritize people on your timeline that you follow so if you engage singularly with people that you follow um excuse me that means that um the algorithm is going to be pointed further in whatever genre of tweets that they are tweeting so for example if you follow a crap ton of photographers as an ai artist um, and you started retweeting the heck out of photographers, that mean that your account is going to be pointed in the direction of photography as well as people who are interested in photography. And yeah. that can hurt you as an AI artist, absolutely. Um, but that's, that's, not, that's less about uh, who you follow and more about who you are retweeting. And okay. you can you can technically follow literally whoever you want, but as long as your behaviors reflect the target audience that you're trying to um, that you're trying to engage with, then yeah, you're fine.
0: Okay, cool. Thank you so much for letting us know that and, and clarifying that. Um, Why well, don't we go jump to number three here, which is uh, the difference between analytics and metrics uh, and bad metrics versus useful metrics? Uh, Kino, if you can kind of dive into that for us and let us know. Um, I mean, for myself, I don't get the difference, you know, I would like to kind of get some clarity on that. You got
2: it. Um, We already kind of got into bad metrics versus Mm -hmm. useful metrics. And that was more about those those vanity metrics and how they don't really inform anything useful. Um, So let's dive into the difference between analytics and metrics. And it's actually pretty simple. Um, Metrics is simply a presentation of a number and that can be like your um, your followers um, anything that was on that first page so impressions tweets profile visits mentions and followers are all metrics all that it is is a statement of fact of a number and um, there isn't any calculation involved and that's exactly what an analytic is an analytic has some sort of relationship with a num- uh, another metric. And that's why it becomes an analytic. Um, on the summary page, all of those are metrics. But again, if you click into tweets and look at your tweet activity, on the right-hand side, starting with engagement, most of these are analytics. So your engagement rate, excuse me, um, your engagement rate is, I need to actually find the formula for that in my Twitter workbook here. Bup, 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 bup. engagements. Uh,
1: is it the number I think it's the number of engagements? It's by clicks, retweets, replies divided by the total of impressions.
2: The total of impressions, yes. Mm-hmm. Um I wanted to find the yeah Sorry, I was just trying to find the uh, the actual calculation because there was one more thing that was in there that's not mm-hmm. displayed here. Um, I uh, can't find I, it
1: right now. I Whoops. think it's clicks, retweets, replies, follows, and likes divided by the total of impressions.
2: Um, and on top of that too, um, when we are talking about your engagement rate, so the engagement rate, yes, is exactly what you just said. Um, but if you are looking for engagement rate for something like... Um, influencer um influencer oh my god what is it called uh, influencer sponsorships and things like that then we're actually talking about a different type of engagement rate there's actually three different formulas for that um but this wow. one specifically is what you're talking about owl
0: did you did you want to look at that um and then come back to that maybe yeah i can come in back just to a few that we find it all right so i was uh why don't we why don't we go ahead and jump to number four she can she can look for that and then um that way we can kind of keep this
1: moving here. Oh, I need, I need, I need a fresh breath of breath air. Oh my gosh, I'm like, I wasn't expecting all that. I've Did been, you say uh, a
0: fresh of breath air? Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, that oh, was, man. that was like uh, when she talked about like the click rates and then uh, impressions. Um, you know, those are things that like I really look closely to, and you really gave me a good, uh, a different perspective of those things. You know, so I really appreciate really appreciate that i think it's time for a boost and then i'll hit number four all right sounds good
0: so going to go ahead and boost it uh right now let me go and grab that button thank you once again everyone so much for joining us today this is the mega creative show uh, we are live tuesdays and thursdays 11 a.m eastern standard time on twitter spaces uh, and then we do have different shows that are on the podcast which are you can find it on spotify apple uh google play amazon all those different platforms you can find uh, the podcast just look for mega creative show you'll be able to find it on there so uh if you're looking to get more involved with the community where you're able to learn and grow and and really kind of enhance what what it is that you're doing this is the place to be i mean uh, it might not be the most popular thing to every single person in the world but for those who are looking to really learn that's who we're looking for that's that's our target audience those who are really wanting to better what they're doing so uh, we just want to say thank you so much for those who are here joining us today. Um, quite a few people in here, and we just we just want to say we hope that what we're providing today, what Kino's sharing, uh, what Owls and I are sharing, that it's it's able to really kind of step you up to that next level in your journey, and uh, and that you're able to take some notes today, right? It's it's good to take some notes. So I uh, just want to do a quick boost here, uh, real quick, and that's pretty much it. So I'm going to jump back into this. Kino, did you find what you were looking for?
2: I did.
0: Okay, well you go ahead and share that and then we'll do owls and then you gotta get running.
2: Sweet. Okay. Um, so just a refresher, um, when we're talking about engagement rate, um, there are different types of engagement rate, And there's actually um, quite a debate that is alive and well within um, nerd communities uh, <laughs> that I'm in um, about which engagement rate is the, quote unquote, true engagement rate. Um, there are three different kinds. One of them is a follower focused engagement rate. One is impressions-focused, and the other is the quote-unquote true engagement rate. And why there's so much debate about this is specifically because of monetization. Um, If you wanted to use your account to um, monetize your following because you either die a hero or live long enough to monetize your audience, um, basically what you want to do is find what your engagement rate is and um, use this for um, for problems like um, uh, sponsorships and things like that. So the follower focused engagement rate um, calculates the relationship between an account's followers and content interaction. I like this one the least. This one is likes plus comments divided by who you're, uh, sorry, divided by the total followers times 100. I don't think that is especially useful um, because it's singularly focused on likes and comments within your tweets, not um, obviously like retweets and things like that. That's much more of like an Instagram focused uh, engagement rate. So I'm not nuts about that, but just for anybody who's looking for all of the information, there that is. is focused engagement rate. This one takes the total amount of people who saw the post into account versus content interaction. A little bit more useful, still not my favorite though. That one is likes plus comments um, divided by impressions times 100. So basically the amount of people who saw your tweets versus those likes, comments, um, retweets, etc. Which We should really throw retweets into, into some of these. Um, and the last one is your true engagement rate. This one I like the most. Um, it is the most accurate as it includes more forms of interactivity. As well as the amount of people who saw the post. Again, impressions makes me a little bit queasy. I don't really like using it, but this is what matters to a lot of people who want to monetize your account. And obviously, if you're looking to monetize that account, then you want to make sure that the data that you are giving them um, is exactly what, what they're looking for. So true engagement rate is likes comments retweets um divided by impressions times 100 so if you're ever looking to monetize your account um appeal to sponsors and things like that that is the one that i would use
0: can you can you re-say that last one i'm literally writing it down real quick oh, sure. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. likes also, comments uh, retweets twitter workbook too, just so you know um, hey there we go thank you
2: don't you have the Twitter, meg I'm gonna send you a workbook. Um, okay. The I, I got rate. the
1: workbook.
0: <laughs> Why are you saying so creepy? I appreciate it so much. <laughs> Owl. I love it. All, all right. right, thank you. Uh, can you just repeat it at least then uh, one more time, just so that people can can write it down in their notes?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the true engagement rate is likes, comments, and retweets. Quote, quote retweets too. Like, add it all in there. Um, divided by impressions times one hundred.
0: Okay, divided by impressions times 100. Times Is, 100. I don't quite get that, but it's a formula, and I'll look it's, into it it's more. It's so you're going
2: to me the correct percentage okay. um, for noobs who don't know how to convert decimals. <laughs> That's me. I, I have a physics degree. I'm used to it. Like, I just to throw it in there because somebody was like, what's what's point zero six six nine mean? And I was like, nice, but also multiply that by 100, sweetie. <laughs>
0: Oh, my goodness. Um, that, that's probably my interaction in a little bit here. Um, why don't we go ahead and jump to number four? Alex? do you want to take that away for, for a few minutes and then we'll have to you know, share a little bit? Yeah, we'll everybody,
1: everybody, let's take a big, big breath.
0: <gasps>
1: <sighs> okay, <laughs> so I'm going to go in, in, into this real quick and um, real simple is how to make sales with your analytics. And I'm just going to list off some of these benefits and how it's going to tie to you guys you guys are nft creators you guys are artists you guys are business owners you have to you have to think about your what you're doing as a business and the benefits of using your analytics is really to make better decision making so if you know that this day does better you need a post on this day because you're going to get the most engagement or uh, i'm just talking about twitter right or if if you need to hit a target audience you need to know what that target audience is or what mobile devices. So collecting all that data will allow you to make better decisions for your business. The last thing you wanna do is just start throwing a bunch of shit out there. Oh my God, I'll th- start throwing a bunch of stuff out there and nothing sticks. Um, so definitely take a look at your analytics to make better driven decisions. Now with that comes uh, something that I called predictive modeling, okay? So what that does is that once you start knowing how your analytics work, you can start, you can start planning and strategizing what days what time what place how the artwork is going to look like what font you're gonna to have to tie in all those things for you to actually get the really big return on investment and and that's something that people don't understand they might just look at the analytics and say okay i got this right but how do you take that analytics and say okay this posted really well what did well from it what did it get how did it get that many comments diagnose that and then figure out how to strategize that and put that into future tweets uh and, and and along the way and that goes into my next part using your analytics will allow you to create awesome automation processes so if you know that every single day at 7 a.m is the best time to to do a morning tweet because you've seen on your on your analytics then you can start implement implementing some of the automation processes like hootsuite uh, later and actually start posting your tweets or scheduling out your tweets autumn uh with automation and that's how you can use your, your analytics to do that. That is something that I do tremendously, guys. I, I, I'm a one man band like a lot of you guys. I'm a hard worker. I got a lot of stuff going on. So I need to be able to look at my analytics and make data driven decisions really fast. especially when it comes into marketing, guys, uh, you really, really have to tie in uh, into that. And when it comes into making your, your sales with your analytics, once you start looking at all that and you start formulating a plan, I guarantee you, you're going to see a good return on investment, and then from there, you're going to be able to generate more sales or create more brand awareness to your brand or your artwork.
0: That's great, man. So, so in essence, what you're saying is, um, you know, just making sure that that you obviously know your analytics, but that will help a lot with the scheduling. So. Uh, do you do A-B testing when it comes to scheduling as well? Uh,
1: it, sometimes I do, but Twitter, there's so much content that you can pump out on Twitter. It's kind of like, a, it's o- it's always ongoing um, a- along the way. Another thing I use it is for my campaigns, right? If I have my Polygon showcase, I start automating all my tweets ahead of time, and I start figuring out what are the best days to post or the best times so that I can get that engagement, or just you know as keynote impressions just so people know that it's coming that it, it's you don't have to like it but i just want to make sure that you see it uh and and yeah. i think we talk about ads you have to see it you know 8 to 12 to 15 times for you to realize what am i missing out on why do i keep seeing this ad and some people and some some businesses never even get to 10 never even get the five posts because they're not consistent uh and we can talk mm-hmm. about that a little bit down the road so next time. Anybody comes up to you and said, hey, you know, let me talk to you about a promo. Let me see the analytics dog. Let me see what you got. Let me see your engagement. Right. Let me see your target audience. Uh, and those are some things to, to really consider when you start when you start thinking about creating ads and advertisements. Uh, and, and how do you how do you use that moving forward?
0: <laughs> Thank you so much. Owls. Um, I love the little characters you put in the chat there. Kina. Uh, <laughs> You Kina, know, why don't you go ahead and take uh, take a moment to go ahead and share a little bit about uh, how people can find you, how they can potentially hire you or, or get your services to help them to to grow in what they're doing.
2: Oh, you spoil me! Thank you. Also, it's my weakness. Oh no. Um, <laughs> hi. Um, again, I'm a uh, an educator on this space. Um, taking a bit of uh, the month off to build, and uh, I'm super duper excited about that, about what I've got coming. Um, but also just wanna take a moment to uh to thank the community for still um I'm not gonna cry, um, advocating for my platform and, and really being here for me. Um I just thank you guys so much and uh and for coming too. Um but yeah, you can um find all of my content on Patreon specifically. Um I do have um free access for everything that I do, which is why I come into these spaces, give lectures and I just wanna make sure that um all of this this good applicable information is out there. Um but yeah, if uh, if you want to support me and my platform, get a myriad of workbooks out of it too. Um I am on Patreon, that's uh, patreon.com/kinoalice. Uh link is also in my bio. And um also I do have worksheets available for analytics, target audience, um, the algorithm, um, and, um, more in, uh, in my discord too. Link is also in my bio. Um, thank you guys so much for having me too. I, I always just like adore these, uh, these spaces with you guys. And,
1: and for, for those that are listening, uh, Keno does actually have one-on-one consulting, uh, where you, oh, yeah, you can meet. Yeah. Where you can <laughs> meet with her, where you can meet with her for an hour and she'll pretty much just listen to you kind of like, um, you know, uh, uh, like a whiteboard session and you'll come up with ideas and she'll help you ha- kind of figure out your process. I think I'm at week four, I mean, month four with Kino and we literally have great discussions where we, we figure out, okay, how do we get the brand to the next level and what are some things that we need to, we, we need to do. And I'm letting you guys know, I, I personally reach out to Kino to get this, um, and it's really, really important for you guys to um, ask for help, especially because some of these things are, are challenging or you don't know, getting someone to hold your hand and walk you through it and personalize. That's something that Kino does absolutely amazing job at.
0: The golden owl sticker of approval. <laughs> that was a mouthful. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Kino. We do appreciate you. Can we get some claps, some hearts in chat for Kino? Hearts, hearts, so- hearts,
1: hearts, hearts, hearts.
0: <laughs> Woohoo! Aww.
1: All right, Keno, get out of here. Get out of
0: here. Get out of here. You got to run. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us today. This has been The Mega Creative Show. If you want to actually reach out to us, you can check us out on our websites. Mine is megaretro.art, and OWLs is creativeowls.io. Those are our separate websites. You can also check out megacreativeshow.com and uh, find out some more information on there as well a little bit about the show in the background. You can also check out other podcasts and then also check out our newsletters on there. So we're really excited to present and provide many different things for the community to grow. Obviously uh, we want to grow our show and what we're doing, but ultimately we want to see everyone grow at the same pace and the same rate. So that's why we love providing all of these different things when it comes to the the educational uh, aspect of Web3, NFTs, or even just if you're looking to get yourself uh, your name out there and known as an artist in a way or a developer in a way that's really going to make a difference for you and also your pockets to make sure that you can pay some bills so thank you so much for tuning in we'll see you next time